Hello, and welcome to K&K Process Podcast, presented by Catherine Colbert and Keith Farrell. These are your Process Safety Partners Podcast for observations into the process safety activities. Observations into all 14 elements and other activities associated with your operations in the PSM world. Please sign up for Process Safety Partners Podcast on iTunes. Like us and rank us on iTunes. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. And share us with your fellow workers. Go to our website at K&K Process to receive updates on our podcast and other information, activities, and services that K&K can provide. Well, today's topic is where are the sparks? Where are the sparks? Meaning, every time you do a consequence analysis, we have facility siting, risk management plan, <coughs> PHA, you're looking for sparks. Or even investigations, if you come to think of it. Where are the sparks? Where are the initial sources of your consequence events? If we don't have sparks, we don't have consequences. We just have releases. Other than toxic issues, there are no explosions or fires. So it kind of simplifies your issues that you may have to deal with. But there again, we come to the suggestion, where are the sparks? I've known several major investigations the search for the sparks ended up being a long-term investigation portion because the arguments ensued. People would say, well, there's trucks over here, so they can give sparks. And other people say, well, truck mufflers really can't set off fires because you remember you need a 5,000-degree to 10,000-degree arc to cause a fire. And that is limited to specifically the spark system on your spark plugs and your distributor systems. But however, if those things are sealed, there is not enough energy out there to light it off. And contrary to movies, truck, trucks cannot set off fires that easily. <coughs> Catalytic converters may be able to, but not that much. So we get back to is where are the sparks? What can cause an arc or a flame hot enough well, now cigarettes and matches can because we're talking about 5,000 to 15,000 degree fires. You can talk about piezoelectric lighters because you may be looking at about a 50,000 degree spark. Those have enough energy to light off the situation. So we go back to your, your facility siting. We go back to your risk management plan. We go back to all these other things that you're doing to find where are the sparks. My suggestion is is your air electrical classification. If you've done your job right, and I am sure you have, you have classified all your process units for spark generation. So nothing that can cause a spark is allowed in the unit. Therefore, we have made a spark-free area. So the first spark you can get is at the edge of your air electrical classification, or above the zones. Now, one thing that has come to conclusion is, is that air electrical classification is a 3D model. A lot of these vapors that the classification area says go up only 18 to 24 inches. Therefore, anything above that can be spark generating. Now, I don't usually do that. I usually convince the plant operations that we need to stay at the edge of the bubble from the footprint. That way everything above it is spark free too because I don't trust the fact that vapors will stay just 18 inches. So looking at your air electric classification and looking at your intrinsically safe stuff within that, if everything meets it, then we just go to the edge of your air electrical classification and say here's the spark, here's the source of the ignition. 
Now, what caused it? Who knows? I would much rather put interest and emphasis into what you're dealing with, how you're generating it, and where it's coming from, than trying to say, where's the spark? Who knows? It could be a guy outside smoking the plant when they're not supposed to be. It could be a person playing with matches. That happens. And don't tell me you haven't walked around your plant and seen matches and or cigarette butts on the ground around your plants. It does happen, whether you like it or not. The other thing is, is not every electrical system is perfect. The golf carts we use are notorious about having arcing around the acceleration pedals. They're not intrinsically safe. So, if you drive your golf cart into your unit and it's not considered intrinsically safe, then you may be bringing sparks into it too. So, we go back to, when I do my analysis, I look at, where's the sparks? Where's your electrical classification? That's what I use. That way it simplifies how to do this. We can move on and start dealing with the consequences and see if we have sufficient. Now, this will be the minimum it can generate. Now, in some situations, I know these things have flowed for many miles, which tells me that our plants are very safe. You know, we've had leaks in the field that things flow for a while. We've had leaks in plants flow down ditches before they find some place to light off. That tells me how safe the plants are. So I feel a great comfort in that. So we go back to where are the sparks? Area electrical classification. We're done. Move on to more important things. Solving the consequences. Thanks for listening to the K&K Process Podcast, your process safety partners for observations into process safety activities. Like us or rank us on iTunes and share us with your fellow workers. Please sign up at knkprocess.com to receive updates on our podcast and other information activities. And for your process safety needs, please contact K&K Process with 45 years experience in process safety and safety activities. We'll be happy to help you as your process safety partners. Thank you and have a safe day.